1: To Total Information AM with Debbie Monterey, I'm Megan Lynch. And on January 24th, 1984, 40 years ago today, Apple began selling its Macintosh computer two days after introducing it in a classic Super Bowl commercial.
2: On January 24th, Apple computer will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984.
1: Joining us now with a look back on that historic machine, CBS Tech contributor Ian Schur. Ian, when we look at Apple and the Macintosh, what are some of the things that made it so very special?
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to really imagine what the world was like back in 1984, partially because, you know, a lot of people now weren't born then, right? I mean, Taylor Swift was uh, was five years later. But really, the interesting thing about computers back then was that most of them were very, very hard to use. They they didn't have images on the screen like we're used to now. There wasn't really a mouse that you used. You had to understand the really annoying parts of using a computer back then. And what Apple brought was really the sense that anyone could use a computer. And, in fact, one of the things they, they struggled with in the beginning, before they even launched this thing, was the question of, Well, not everyone knows how to use a keyboard, right? A lot of executives don't know how to use keyboards. And now we're trying to convince them to put these computers in their homes. And the answer that Apple came up with was that over time, everyone is going to get used to this. And sure enough, they were right. Right now, today, almost every computer on the planet very much owes a lot of how it works to what the Mac was able to really put out there and get people to see and do.
0: And I think that early on started what other some may see as the snobbery of Apple users, (laughs) because then, of course, Microsoft copied what they were doing. And then people felt very superior, like, oh, look at Bill Gates just copying what Apple's doing.
2: Yes, I mean, the drama of Apple versus Microsoft was one of my favorite, like, if you wanted a soap drama of the 90s, that was it, right? Uh, Who needed uh, General Hospital? But I I think what's really interesting is, of course, that all technology comes from a lot of different places, right? Apple didn't invent what the Mac became, there were many, many people involved in inventing all sorts of different parts that made the Mac possible. And that includes Xerox, by the way. And so the idea that, you know, Microsoft is copying, yeah, to a degree, right? But really what ended up happening was that this new way of interacting with technology just exploded across the world. And of course, even Apple in the end, they sued Microsoft and they didn't win because the reality was that a lot of people were involved in inventing this stuff, right? We think of Bill Gates and, and Steve Jobs, but there were thousands upon thousands of people who were responsible for making it.
1: Ian, we started the segment off with that iconic ad um, from 1984. And, you know, the, the computer, we can look at the groundbreaking things about it. But really the way Apple started and has continued to really do these marketing splashes. Talk more about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, that is probably what Apple continues to introduce into the world so well, is that they may not invent all of the technologies that we use, but they know how to make them really approachable. And it comes down to that ad, right? It, if you go on YouTube and you look up Apple 1984 ad, it, you will see so much of modern culture is inspired by that ad. And by the way, that ad, of course, inspired by, uh, by George Orwell. And so, you know, they did, of course, the iPod commercials were huge, right? Those dancing people in the colors and the, and the kind of hanging lanyard of the headphones, the iPhone, of course – popularized a lot of how that stuff worked and kind of the app for that idea. So Apple's always been very, very good at marketing. And, and that's part of what Steve Jobs also really brought to the table. Right? He wasn't a technology guy. I mean, he loved technology. But really what he offered was a way to describe and inspire people to see how technology can help them.
0: I remember the first uh, first Macs were kind of those rectangular things with the small screen yeah. kind of all in one. And then I did have one of those. I forgot what they're called, but the little desktops that came in different colors that were so cute. I had one of those as well.
2: The iMac. The yeah, iMac, and yeah. It's also worth noting, so that the Mac, the original Mac in 1984 was a big deal because it was all in one, and nobody had really tried that before. It was a whole new idea. And in fact, it even had a handle so you could carry it around, which was also a crazy idea back then. But what's really interesting is that the iMac, which came out in, I think, 1998-ish, that also changed the course of the tech industry because it got people to think about Even though Apple was nearly bankrupt, right, and everyone was assuming they were going to be gone for good, What what was going on was this new design idea again kind of sent all of these new ideas into the tech industry and the the push toward toward uh laptops the push toward these really nice like you know things that you can put in your home and they're not in a corner <laughs> for you to interact with but they're actually like almost art pieces all that stuff comes from a lot of the inspiration that apple brought
1: and the cost. They could demand prices. I mean, the original one oh, yeah. cost what? About $2,500 for one of these computers, and that, that trend continues for computers we now mm-hmm. carry around in our pockets.
2: Yes, they definitely, Apple knows how to charge, right? And that's that's something that always has been a really fascinating aspect to them, because most companies in the tech industry are battling to get to the lowest cost possible. And what Apple has really been able to do is that throughout, and, and a lot of people have always assumed, including myself, that they couldn't keep it up. But throughout the last 40 years, they have been able to, to really own the premium side of the computer market. And that includes, by the way, a lot of creative people, right, artists, very much trust Apple's computers to to do their work a lot of Hollywood runs on on Mac computers and indeed a lot of the tech industry also runs on Apple computers uh, the first website was actually designed using the predecessor to Apple computers right the, the call the next computer so it's really like it, it's really fascinating how successful they've been and also how they continue to be able to charge those high prices especially when Everyone else is trying to battle for the lowest cost otherwise.
0: Talking about that initial computer back in 1984 and then looking at what we're where we're at today with Apple products. Is there anything from that first Mac that we're still using or, you know, is have we really moved on that much?
2: I mean, I would argue that when you sit down at a computer, almost everything that you are interacting with is inspired in some way from that original Mac, right? As I mentioned, the mouse really popularized through the Mac, but also even the idea of using icons to open an app. I mean, all these things were brand new ideas. Before that, most people had to type in the word for the app .exe and hit enter. I hated that so much.
0: Right? I remember having to do college papers, and you'd have to sit there in the computer, really? and I had a whole cheat sheet next to me of all the slash blah, 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 and I exactly.
2: hated it. Exactly. And all of, that, all of that disappeared when the Apple really became
1: popular. CBS Tech contributor Ian Share, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It was fun to look back. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.